The Joe Bolts Fan Podcast is presented by Bill Curry Ford, one mile north of Raymond James Stadium on Dale Mabry Highway. It's Tampa's first family of Ford, and their September sales sell-down right now has them moving out 2020s up to 50% off original MSRP right now at Bill Curry Ford. Get to BillCurryFord.com. The offers end September 30th. Get there now, BillCurryFord.com. Broadcasting from the ESPN Radio Studios in Tallahassee, Florida, and in partnership with the JoeBucksFan.com podcasting network, this is the Joe Bolts Fan Podcast with Tom Lang. Will the Game 6 curse be lifted on a Thursday night in September? This is the Joe Bolts Fan Podcast, brought to you all postseason long by Bill Curry Ford, part of the JoeBucksFan.com podcasting network. My name is Tom Lang, and I'm going to get right to it today, everybody. Got to move fast. Here is the content plan for the Joe Bolts Fan podcast uh, as comprised right now. We decided, because I do Thursday editions of this here podcast all tournament long, that maybe I should go a bit shorter today in the hopes, with positive thinking, that Tampa Bay will close out the New York Islanders either in Game 6 tonight or Game 7 on Saturday. And we want to be able to bring you a Stanley Cup final preview should that happen. Not trying to jinx it. I'm knocking on wood as I say this whole thing. But we are going to be fast and furious today on the Joe Bolts Fan Podcast brought to you by Bill Curry Ford. Because we're hoping that unlike so many times in years past, the Game 6 curse won't continue to be a thing. And why do I call it the Game 6 curse? In the John Cooper era... Tampa Bay has had chances to close out the Eastern Conference Finals three times in a Game 6. They have closed out their opponent in zero of those cases. In 2015, Game 6, back at Amelie Arena, a lead over the New York Rangers. The Rangers score seven goals, blow Tampa Bay out, and we had to do the unthinkable, the unprecedented, and beat the Rangers in a Game 7 in their building. We did so. 2016, the very next year. 3-2 series advantage over the Pittsburgh Penguins. You come back home with a chance to close it out. You get blown out. Game seven, you lose. 2018, game six, chance to close out the series on the road at the Washington Capitals. A 3-0 final in the favor of the Capitals. It could have been 6-0. Got blown out, end up losing in game seven. Hell, if you want to go back to an opportunity to close out the Eastern Conference Finals in 2004, Tampa Bay hits the road with a 3-2 series lead against the Philadelphia Flyers. The offense showed up that night, led by Ruslan Fedotenko. Simone Gagne scores in overtime. Flyers force game seven, one of the legendary games in Lightning franchise history, a victory for the Bolts. But honestly, we've had uh, those four cracks plus one other, game six in the Eastern Conference Finals. The lone victory for the Bolts was in 2011 when we were facing a 3-2 series deficit. We beat the Boston Bruins force a game seven on the road that was the Dwayne Rollison Guy Boucher team we lose one nothing in that particular game so can we get off the schneid with a chance to punch our ticket for the right to play for the cup can we do it here's the good news we are much better than our opponents we've been playing much better than our opponents we've been playing much more composed within our structure than the New York Islanders the best they can do is put themselves in a position to get lucky with a hot goaltender and a couple of bounces if we continue to play within our structure. So I like our chances to close out the series. If not even tonight, then in a Game 7, 
it's really tough to see the Islanders winning three straight. Hockey is like that, so you're always nervous, and I'm always nervous. But I don't think this is a situation where, like the Clippers say in the NBA right now, they just blew a 3-1 series lead to Denver, and they laid eggs to get there. I am on the brink of saying that the culture of complacency is past us. Not ready to say it just yet because expectations in Tampa are cup or bust, and they always have been for the last three seasons, four seasons. It's cup or bust. So it's not over until it's over. You're not past it until the postseason is in the past tense. But I think we're getting there. And I love the way we fight through adversity. Injury adversity, in-game adversity, lack of calls, fighting through, clutching and grabbing, overtimes. I mean, we carried the play for both overtimes in our most previous contest against the New York Islanders. Didn't come out on top, but you like the way we control the action. It looked very similar to our victory in five overtimes over Columbus or uh, game two against the Boston Bruins. We kind of set it and forget it. And even though you're going to give up a couple of chances here and there because that's the nature of hockey, we look very comfortable in our own skin, very comfortable in our own system. And that is something that we learned right off the bat in this postseason, the aforementioned five-overtime game. You've got ample opportunities. You've got multiple hockey games worth of time on the ice to break your habits, to trade the new habits for the old. And it didn't happen at any point. And that's where I, ha- I just find a lot of confidence in what we're going to look at either tonight in Game 6, hopefully for a victory, uh, Game 7, and potentially for Stanley Cup Finals moving forward. The Dallas Stars are the team of destiny in the West. That's what they have to believe. They are still negative in the goal differential for the playoffs, and yet they're playing for the Cup. That is a dangerous, dangerous thing. But I don't want to preview it. I don't want to talk about them or mention them even Uh, Even with them punching their ticket, and we know that Vegas is out and Dallas is in, and that looks potentially favorable. I don't want to break that down at length because we don't know. We've got to get through this one first. And we gave ourselves a ton of chances in Game 5, just the pucks did not bounce our way. Hopefully they do tonight. A quick word from our friends at Bill Curry Ford. General Manager Sean Sullivan does not mess around when it comes to his love for Bucks fans, Bolts fans, Joe Bucks fan fans. He will help you personally by phone, email, or inside the beautiful Bill Curry Ford showroom one mile north of Raymond James Stadium. You know where it is. Sean Sullivan will give you a Scuttlebucks, Joe Bucks fan, Joe Bolts fan discount, and he will truly do everything he can to help you at Bill Curry Ford. Anything and everything. That's the family service you can expect from Bill Curry Ford, Tampa's first family of Ford for the past 60 years. Get shopping today at BillCurryFord.com. That's BillCurryFord.com. So I want to close out this podcast, this rapid-fire edition, with some injury updates and a quick preview of tonight's game. I am of the mindset that barring a setback today, morning skates, pregame skate, Braden Point will participate in Game 6. That's what I believe. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know where the general area of his undisclosed injury is, right? He tweaked it in Game 4. After missing Game 3. And in Game 4, if you look where he got hit along the boards, you could kind of guess that it's not a shoulder. Certainly not a neck injury, not a chest, not an arm, not a forearm. He got pinpointed in one specific area of his body, and that's what kept him out of our most recent game. I think he's probably back tonight. Steven Stamkos. So here's a funny story. It's a true one. 
I was hip to the uh, information that, that Stamkos was skating with the team as of late last week. I knew he was skating with the team, and the prognosis was good for a potential Stanley Cup Finals return. Now, since then, the Lightning have released footage of Steven Stamkos skating in full practice and then also in limited morning skates. Um, common sense would say this about Stamkos moving forward. If they believed that Steven, from an injury standpoint, was going to, going to be ready to go by the Columbus series, right, or, or one of the round-robin games, and I don't think he's had a setback since then. That would tell me that there is one final hurdle left to Stamkos playing. And you know what that is? It's Steven Stamkos declaring himself ready to go. And this is a lesson I learned a few years back covering the Florida State Seminoles and running back Dalvin Cook. Remember Dalvin Cook? He's somebody that obviously, if you're a Bucks fan as well, you really wanted Dalvin Cook to be a part of the Bucks franchise. We chose O.J. Howard instead. But Dalvin Cook, his body awareness of the injuries that he was suffering in the moment, the cramps and or outright injuries, is some of the most phenomenal body awareness I've ever heard of and seen in my life. And if I didn't see it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it. This is a guy whose hamstring is seizing up in the moment. He's between the 40-yard lines at Doe Campbell Stadium, running at full speed, and he feels his hamstring starting to go, he literally shuts it down, pulls the e-brake on a full sprint, collapses to the ground, and you think, season over. He tore his hammy. He knew when to stop just before his hamstring would go. He ends up returning in that game. I'm referring to the 2015 Florida State-Miami game. Dalvin Cook did it a couple other times that season. From that moment on, I realized that if you are a high-performance athlete, like Steven Stamkos, your body awareness is on a different plane. And given what Steven Stamkos has gone through the last five seasons, where you know the injury against the post in Boston, he had thoracic outlet syndrome, uh, this particular setback, he had a core injury and then another leg injury, he's got to be more aware of his body than he ever possibly dreamed he could be as a rookie because the more injuries you have, the more things you feel, especially as you're rehabbing. So my sense is with Steven Stamkos moving forward, He could be inserted into the lineup at any time. And that precise time will be when 91 feels that it's safe to do so. Because I think everything else has been cleared. That's just common sense looking at the tea leaves. But if he continues to skate with the team, full practices, morning skates, whatever it is, and I know they got to do some limited practices given that we play every other night, I think he's really close to playing. It's just a matter of him believing he can. And if he does, that power play gets a whole lot better, a whole lot faster. Keys to the game for tonight, very simple. Continue to play within your structure. If you got a chance to get it out of the zone, you're near your own blue line, carry it out, make the right pass. A couple of times we turned the puck over in transition in just the most killer ways. Tyler Johnson had a terrible one in this most recent game. Uh, Sergachev and Chernak, when they're out there together, it's not just because of the the goal scored on them in double overtime. Um, That is a a, a time in which I start sweating bullets a little bit. Every time they clear the zone, I exhale, especially in the second period where they won't get pinned in their own zone for a minute and a half plus. Just make sure your transitions are okay. And if Braden Point plays in tonight's game, which I believe he will, just hope for the best that he doesn't tweak things and make them worse. But it's an exciting night. It could be a really big night because with a win, we'll be playing for the prize. 
and we'd be playing against the Dallas Stars. And it's my assumption that given if we had won on Tuesday, game one of the Stanley Cup Finals would have been tonight, Thursday the 17th. It's my assumption that uh, with a victory tonight, if Tampa can get it done, we'll be playing on Saturday. And at that point, I'll sign back on with the Joe Bolts Fan Podcast brought to you by Bill Curry Ford for a Stanley Cup Finals preview. Come on, guys. Say it together with me. Let's, let us exorcise the Game 6 Demons tonight. Take care of the task at hand because in a Game 7, if you feel nervous tonight, oh, your heart will be in your throat for a Game 7 on Saturday. I look forward to talking to you soon, hopefully, because if I am talking to you on Saturday, there's one reason and one reason only. It's because we are playing for the Cup. Thanks for listening to the Joe Boltz Fan Podcast. Talk to you soon.